This is Empowered Explant, the podcast helping women ditch their breast implants with confidence. I'm Dana Mosica, board-certified health and wellness coach and explant warrior. It is Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We have made it officially to holiday season in 2023, which is just mind-blowing. And that also means that two years ago, at this time, I was about a week and a half into my own explant surgery recovery, which is what has prompted this episode today. There are a lot of unknowns going into explant surgery, which are quite frankly terrifying, right? I mean, that's why leading up to surgery, we are glued to our screens, researching everything we can and looking at all the before and after photos that we can find. But there are many things that we just simply can't plan for, like whether there'll be any complications and things that we shouldn't set expectations for, like what your breasts will look like after surgery based on the before and afters of other women's results. But there are a couple of things that can relieve the anxiety of these unknowns. The first one is faith and mindset. Literally, the law of attraction in action here. What you think you will receive. And we won't get into that now because that's a really big topic and a whole conversation on its own, but it is definitely something that we will talk about on a future episode. And then number two is getting clear on what you can very likely expect and then taking control of what you can, which is great for those control freaks like me. (laughs) And one of my favorite mantras for the explant journey is take control of what you can and surrender the rest. Take control of what you can and surrender the rest. I would say that to myself throughout my journey. Like I said, I like to be in control. I'm a planner. I like to know what's ahead of me and feel really prepared for it. But like I said, there are some things that you just can't plan for. So take control of what you can and surrender the rest. So based on my own explant experience, my mom's and my client's experiences, the hundreds of women sharing their experiences in the Empowered Explant Facebook group, and the thousands of other women sharing online, here are the 10 top things you can almost certainly expect and plan for during your explant surgery recovery. Number one is downtime. There's just no way around it. Removing your breast implants is major surgery and your body needs adequate time to heal and recover. The type of surgical procedure you have will likely affect the amount of downtime and your surgeon should be able to give you an idea of what this will look like. But I can tell you that for a total capsulectomy removal, you could be looking at up to six weeks downtime. Now, you can typically drive within a week or two And if you have a desk job or something less active, you might be cleared to go back to work after a week or two also. But remember, you're still recovering and you still 
might be needing more rest at this point, right? So I do recommend taking a full two weeks off of work if you can. Now that's if you have a more relaxed, um, less active job. If you have a more active job like a fitness instructor, nanny, masseuse, hairdresser, yep, you're probably going to need the full six weeks. And then you still might have some limitations when you go back. So it's definitely something that needs to be planned and budgeted for. Sometimes this much downtime can send you a little stir crazy. So it's great to have some activities lined up to pass the time. And I got some great ideas. I have actually dropped a list of activities you can do while recovering on the resources page of the Empowered Explant website. And it is a very cool list. So I do recommend checking it out. Go to empoweredexplant.com forward slash resources. And I've also linked directly to it in the show notes. And this takes me to number two, restrictions on lifting and movement. During the first week, you can't lift anything over five pounds. And even that feels really heavy. So you want to keep it light. Um, Your surgeon will let you know what those restrictions are specifically, but no lifting babies, pets, or anything heavy in the kitchen. You also can't lift your arms all the way. Most surgeons will restrict you to T-Rex arms during this time. (laughs) So make sure your kitchen and bathroom items aren't up too high. Bring everything down so that they're easy to reach. You don't have to reach across too far to get them. Between weeks two to four, it's common advice from surgeons to not lift anything heavier than 10 pounds. And at this point, you can start doing some gentle arm raises to improve your range of motion. Once again, you always want to be checking with your surgeon on what you're cleared for specifically. During the first few weeks, walking is really the only exercise you can do safely. And it's actually super important that you do walk and get that activity. Then between weeks four to six, you can start increasing physical activity levels. And when you're cleared by your surgeon, begin lower body exercises. Uh, You can start using uh, cardio machines like treadmills, ellipticals, that kind of thing. You still want to avoid engaging your arms, shoulders, and chest muscles. And then after week six, it's a gradual progression back to your new normal, whatever that looks like. And everyone is different. So listen to your body and get clearance from your surgeon for everything along the way. Number three is needing help. You can expect that you're going to be needing help, okay? I really do recommend having someone you trust to be supportive and help take care of you, especially during that first week. You may need help getting in and out of bed, dressing, bathing, emptying your drains, getting food and drinks, and of course, taking care of your pets and kids if you have them. I've seen a couple of wise ladies who didn't have a support person, so they hired a carer for a few days and others who also hired a temporary nanny. So if that's available to you, I recommend doing that over doing it alone. 
And if you are completely alone, I don't want you to feel like, you know, this isn't, that explanting isn't an option for you. Um, if hiring help isn't within budget, then I recommend posting in the Empowered Explant Facebook group or other Explant Facebook groups to see if there's a breastie in your area who'd be willing to help. Or try seeking support through a local community center or church. You'd really be surprised how many good people there are in this world willing to help you. Often, the hardest part is actually asking for help. And I also want to note, if you're traveling, be sure to get a letter from your surgeon saying you have just had surgery. And I really recommend requesting wheelchair assistance at the airport. You can do that through your airline when you book your flights. Um, But at the very, very least, ask the flight attendants and kind strangers to lift your bags for you. Ask Uber drivers to open doors and lift your bags. Please, please, please use your voice. Don't be afraid here. This is going to be a very good lesson in asking for help. Number four is discomfort and or pain. Mm, I'm sorry, there's no way around this one either. You just had surgery. But the levels of discomfort do vary depending on the person and the procedure. So, you know, it's hard to tell what that's going to look like specifically, but I can say you are going to feel it. Be prepared with some Tylenol Extra Strength and Tylenol PM is great for helping with sleep at night. Uh, Your surgeon will likely prescribe some heavier narcotic pain meds in case you do need them, but I only recommend taking them if you do need them. Otherwise, and there's a reason for this, otherwise you're adding to the toxic load your body has to process and they'll constipate you more. So yes, it could seem fun to just get high (laughs) and maybe that's the choice you make. Um, But just keep in mind that there are ramifications to taking those kinds of heavy duty painkillers. So I recommend just letting the way that you're feeling and what you can handle be the guide. I personally had a total capsulectomy with the capsule grown into my ribs and armpits. So I definitely felt pretty sore during the first couple of weeks, but I managed to just keep it to the Tylenol, which was great. Um, but, you know, regardless of the discomfort that I did feel, um, let me tell you, it's only a few weeks of discomfort for the rest of your life feeling wonderful. So it's very worth it in my opinion. And this brings me to number five, the lovely drains. Speaking of discomfort, (laughs) the drains are not super fun. I'll admit it. Uh, And it's, it's normal to feel quite tender around the drain incision site. You'll likely have drains after your explant surgery unless your surgeon is one of the few who doesn't use them. And yes, they are annoying and they are serving a really important purpose in helping you heal. Typically, drains will be left in for five to seven days after surgery. In some cases, they may come out a little sooner and in other cases, 
like mine, they might be in longer. Mine were in for nine days. And I remember feeling so disappointed every time they'd tell me, sorry, not yet. You still have too much fluid. And I went back a couple of times uh, hoping to get them removed. And they were like, nope. So then I'd go back to the hotel and I'd be like, man, that sucks. Um, And it was crazy because by around day four, my fluid was draining really light and I absolutely thought I'd get them out. But then a day or so later, the fluid increased again and it got really thick and dark. And honestly, I was kind of worried at the time because I was like, holy shit, I think I'm going backwards. What's happening? But I was assured that this can be pretty normal, especially with the amount of work they did inside my chest cavity to make sure that the capsule was removed. But it was also likely that I was doing too much and needed to rest more. Definitely was guilty of doing too much my, um, you know, a few days after surgery. So keep that in mind. If you do too much or you move your arms too much, then you might end up with your drains in longer because your body starts producing more fluid and no one really wants that. So, (laughs) but know that if that happens and your drains do need to stay in longer, it's okay. And it's actually pretty common. It's not the end of the world. Number six is constipation. Yep, it's almost guaranteed that you'll have some difficulty getting to that first poop. (laughs) And let me tell you, when you do, oh my gosh, it's a reason to celebrate. This happens because of the anesthesia and the pain medication, just the trauma, stress response in the body. You can prepare for this before surgery by eating easy to digest foods, avoiding heavy meals and red meat, and ensure your bowels are nice and clear going into surgery. Then the week after surgery, also be mindful of what you're eating and drink lots of smoothies. Um, If you don't already have it, be sure to download my free healing smoothies recipe guide. I love it. I drank those recipes during my own recovery and I put them in this beautiful recipe guide for you. So you can download that. It's it's completely free. So the link is smoothies.empoweredexplant.com. And um, I recommend using something like Smooth Move Tea or a natural stool softener to help get things moving. Um, I do have those linked. uh, There's a shopping list that is linked on the website, on the resources page. So I've got all of those links there. But really diet, hydration and walking and time are all major factors that will get you to the toilet. (laughs) So um, just hang in there. You will have relief soon. Number seven is conflicting information. It is very likely if you are seeking answers and opinions in the various Facebook groups or even searching Google, you'll see different answers to the same question. And this is often because different surgeons have different protocols 
and different types of explant procedures require different post-op care. An example of this is some women needing to wear a compression wrap for an extended period of time and others being advised to let the girls be free and only wear a cami. So it can be confusing and leave you thinking, okay, what is the best thing to do? What's going to get me the best result? What do I actually do? The answer here typically is to follow your surgeon's advice. You've trusted them for a reason with your surgery, and hopefully you've chosen a great surgeon who has your best interests at heart and knows what they're doing as far as a recovery protocol goes. And they've given you post-op instructions for a reason. And if you have questions about your healing or recovery, especially if there's a medical or aesthetic concern, then you should definitely ask your surgeon first. It can for sure ease a lot of anxiety. And, you know, I see a lot of women who haven't even spoken to their surgeon yet, and they're going straight into the Facebook groups, asking everyone else what they think. Uh, And that can kind of cause that confusion, which can cause the anxiety. But really, you know, one of the first points of reference should be your surgeon. And that's really what you're paying them for. Of course, though, it is okay to ask breasties in the Facebook groups too, but remember your journey is unique to you. So what someone else has experienced might not be the right advice for you. Number eight is significant healing time. Oh, my love, give yourself time. When you first see your breasts after explanting, they may look flattened, deflated, and wrinkled. Mine sure did. And this is very common and super normal. I read posts from women feeling disheartened or concerned within the first week out of surgery. But the truth is, it's such early days. Remember, your skin was stretched for however long, however many years to accommodate those breast implants you had inside your body. And it's going to take some time for the skin and tissue to contract and settle. After a few months, your breast's appearance will begin to improve. And then you'll continue to see improvements for six to 12 months. It actually takes 12 months for your breasts to fully heal into their final shape. It's crazy, right? It's a really long time. So following surgery, typically in the first two to four weeks, your surgeon will give you clearance when it's time to start massaging your incisions and breasts. Breast massage should continue as a part of your daily routine for a whole year. I know that's a long time. It's a big commitment, but like I keep saying, this is a journey and, you know, committing to that self-care that care of your breasts is a really important part of helping them heal and getting the best results that you can. It's also the same with BII symptoms. In some cases, women notice there are symptoms that vanish right away after surgery. Uh, For me, there were some that cleared up immediately, which was great. And then there were others that took time. Um, There, you know, other symptoms may linger and take a while to heal. Just because the root cause is now removed 
doesn't mean that the toxicity, inflammation, hormone imbalances, autoimmune conditions are all just going to immediately vanish. These things, these conditions that have developed in your body take time and intentional action to heal. Please don't be disheartened if you don't see your symptoms gone in the first few weeks after surgery. You've just removed a major source of inflammation from your body. You did such a big, brave, beautiful thing for yourself, and now your healing journey really begins. And it is a journey. Okay, number nine, emotions. I think this goes without saying, but it is inevitable that you're going to face a whole spectrum of emotions, a whole ocean of deep emotions. This can truly be more of an emotional healing journey than a physical one. Looking at your new self in the mirror in the early stages of recovery can feel different. I know it took several weeks for my brain to rewire and get used to seeing my new shape. And this can be a pretty emotional time. Like I mentioned in my last point, it can take a while before things start to smooth out and look better. And we can be pretty hard on ourselves, ladies. Am I right? Look, explanting isn't necessarily going to be easy. It might be. And if it is, great. But if you're faced with some challenging thoughts and emotions, then I'm going to say that's great too. Because this is an opportunity. What do you need to learn about yourself? What do you need to heal emotionally? How can you begin to reframe your thoughts and self-beliefs? Are you feeling grief, shame, lack of self-worth or self-judgment? Is there self-forgiveness that needs to happen? Don't disregard the importance of the mental and emotional component of your explant journey. This can also help you heal physically. Mind-body connection is so powerful. There are some great episodes on the podcast about grief and forgiveness and self-acceptance. So I will link those in the show notes, but you can also go to the Empowered Explant Resources page and the mental health section, and it actually lists a whole bunch of incredible resources there that can help you on your emotional healing journey. And number 10 is transformation. You will not be the same woman on the other side of your explant surgery and journey. You will undergo a beautiful metamorphosis. You will grow. You will evolve. You will make more mindful decisions for yourself. You will value and appreciate your health and your life in a whole new way. Like I said, this is an opportunity. If you don't experience a whole self-transformation, then I believe you haven't fully allowed yourself to lean in all the way. I say lean in. Take the lessons you learn from this and apply them to your life as a whole. This can impact your health, 
nutritional choices, your environment, your fitness level, your self-confidence and self-worth, your relationships. There really is so much magic on this journey. I can honestly say that explanting has changed me at the core of my being and my life. And I am so grateful for that. Well, I hope this has given you some clarity and hopefully some ease in what to expect during your explant surgery recovery. My biggest advice is to have faith and patience, be kind to yourself and show up for yourself continuously as you recover and heal. If you're not already in the Empowered Explant Facebook community, then I welcome and encourage you to come and join us because having support throughout your recovery is so, so important. There's a link to the Facebook group in the show notes. I hope to see you in there sharing all about your transformative journey. And please remember, if you need additional support before or after your surgery, just reach out to me. You can email me at darna at empoweredexplant.com or you can go to the contact page on the website and leave me a note there. You can even get me in the DMs. So just know I am in your corner. I truly am. I'm sending you so much love, Rusty. I'm wishing you an incredible Thanksgiving week. You are a blessing in my life. I am so grateful for you and the Empowered Explant community and explanting as a whole. I am just so, so thankful that we are all here, that we all found explant, that we all found a solution to the illness, to the pain, to the suffering, to the craziness, right? I'm so glad that we found an answer and that we are here and that we have all made a decision to take a step for ourselves whether we're already on the other side of explanting or whether we are still thinking about explanting you've still taken a step if you're listening to this if you've made it to the end of this episode you are taking incredible steps for yourself and explanting is such a gift such a gift I'm so grateful to my explant surgeon, to all the incredible surgeons out there who have vowed to support women in removing their breast implants, who stand behind us, who believe in us, who allow our voices to be heard and who get us through to the other side of surgery safely. Honestly, so many blessings and so much to be grateful for on this journey. I just had to share my little gratitude ramble because I'm just feeling it right now. I'm in my feels. Peace.